This is Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Brilliant track there from Daft Punk around the world. And my next guest is a much traveled lady, and she has a most incredible company, Maison Rose. Tanya Rose, thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you today? Oh, thank you for having me, Tessa. It's lovely to speak to you. And yes, all good coping with this gloomy lockdown but longing to get on an airplane one day again. I know yes it is uh, really quite a tricky time and especially for people whose whose whole world is travel and um, you have you have an incredible company Maison Rose and it's been going now for quite a while. How long Tanya has have you had Um, the company? I started it 25 years ago, actually, with my best friend, Sarah Mason, so it's Mason Rose. Okay. And um, it's our 26th year, actually. I can't believe it's gone so quickly. But you know what? My dad used to tell me this when I was very young. He said, if you do something that you love and you work in doing something that you love, you never feel like you go to work. And I really am one of the lucky ones because there is not one day that I feel I'm going to work. I absolutely adore what I do. Oh, well, that's amazing. Congratulations. And 26 years, that is incredible. Um, Tanya, you have worked in travel as well for a long time. And how did you first get into the travel business? Uh, well, as you know, I went to Gordonston in Scotland um, mm. to school. Yeah. And when I finished Gordonston, I was going to go to Lausanne, which is a hotel management school in Switzerland. Mm. And my French wasn't quite good enough, so I went to Paris for six months to perfect my French. And very sadly, my father died, so I actually had to go and get a job. I couldn't go to my hotel management school. So I went to the St. James's Club, which is um, it had just opened in Paris, and it was owned by a man called Peter de Savary, who was English. And I said to him, look, I speak fluent French, and I speak fluent English. Can I have a job? So mm. he was very nice, and he said yes. But, I mean, I really started at the bottom. I was a chambermaid, then a restaurant hostess, and I did reservations, reception, night auditing, and I ended up doing sales and marketing for that hotel. And then I came back to the UK and I worked at the Savoy Hotel for six years running their sales and marketing. Wow. So that's really what my trajectory was. But one day I remember waking up thinking, hmm, I could do this on my own. So I spoke to my best (laughs) friend, Sarah, and I said, do you want to set up an agency where we are a sales and marketing company for privately owned hotels around the world? And she said, yeah, let's do it. So we Mm. bit the bullet and off we went. Fantastic. It's amazing. I just discovered your company quite recently. And the reason I discovered it was um, my last book, um, Hotels of the Stars, one. And I've been researching all the most iconic hotels around the world. And then I suddenly came across your company and you seem to deal with practically every single one of them from the Peninsula, Gestad Palace, um, Barrow Lack, and it, it's an incredible selection of hotels. You you must know yourself some um, such special places. I'm just waiting on your book, Travel Secrets. But where are some of your favourites, Tanya? 
Well, it's such a funny thing because I wrote this book, Travel Secrets. And by the way, I love your book. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, thank um, you. And when I wrote the book, I did quite a lot of radio and TV interviews. And everyone said to me, you know, what's your favorite hotel around the world? And I started to think about it. And I thought, I have been to so many. It's impossible for me to say what my favorite is. So what mm. I did is I categorized everything. So, for example, my favorite winter um, hotel is the Palace in Gestad that you talked about, you know, where mm, they, they filmed the Inspector Clouseau, Return of the Pink Panther and everything. Yeah. And I love that in winter, but I also love it in summer where they've got this hut in the middle of um, the mountain where you can stay overnight mm. and you actually... They don't have any running water, so you actually have to go back to the palace for your showers. But they bring all the food and everything, and it's this wonderful hut in the middle of nowhere. Wow. It's just such a gorgeous place. So that's my favorite sort of ski place. Yeah. My favorite family place is for, um, we go every year with my family. My husband's got six grandchildren, three grown-up kids. We mm. go to Sardinia to a hotel called Forte Village. Oh, um, yes, heard of that. A lot of people know it, but... It is amazing because basically the kids go off all day and you never see them and you know they're perfectly safe. And so they have a good time, mm. which means then the parents have a good time. Um, uh -huh. so that's my favorite family place. Um, for a quick weekend away, my favorite hotel is in Marrakesh. It's called the Royal Mansour and it's owned by the King of Morocco. Oh, yes. And it's, gosh, it's so fantastic. It's got 36 private riads, which are like houses. And you've got your own pool on the roof. You've got your own butler. Mm. And all of the services are underground, and so you can't see any staff. But it is the most beautiful place. I took my mum there for her 70th birthday. And Aww. when I came out of the check-in desk, she had tears running down her face. And I said to her, oh, my God, what's wrong? She said, it's the most beautiful place I've ever been to in my life, darling. And we hadn't even arrived yet. Oh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So there's some really fabulous places. And then mm. one other, um, and I'll tell you my very favorite place at the end when I say where I really All want right. to go to okay. before, before lockdown. But I go every year to a fasting clinic in Germany. Oh, yes. To do a two-week fast. Mm. Booking her. Yes. Me. And yes. that is an amazing place for wellness. It really mm. is. You come back and you feel a stone lighter, white-eyed, and your your brain is is on the ball again. So that's that's my favourite wellness place. Mm, fantastic. And Tanya, you must have worked with a lot of different people over the years, some celebrities, royals. I've seen you. Um, I know he's sadly not long gone, Michael Winner. But um, oh, great characters. Friend. Yeah, I used to know him some years ago. But he's a brilliant, brilliant writer as well. Yeah, um, wonderful. How do you find working with um, celebrities, royalty, etc.? How has that been? Uh, well, we have this um, private travel agency called Mason Rose Private, which is run by Sarah Mason. So Sarah runs the private travel agency side and I run the PR side of hotels. Okay. And she has a team of people who look after all the private clients. Um, and we have to send sign lots of non-disclosure agreements so that we don't obviously talk about the clients. Sure. But they, they're very uh, particular because it's nothing to do with money in that, that instance. It's just they want somebody to look after them. So the mm. privacy is important and somebody who just gets what they want. So you don't have to explain everything. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite different looking after celebrities um, I can than imagine. it is normal people, but it's fun. 
It yeah. Really fun. I can tell you one very funny story, actually. Oh, great. So every, everyone who knows me knows that I'm madly in love with Colin Firth, and I always have been. He's my favorite actor in the world. Okay, and great. My, my husband, um, my, my son's godfather was the late Albert Finney, you know, the wonderful actor. Oh, of course. Love he him. was making a film with Colin Firth, and he said to Colin Firth, phone to my friend Tanya Rose up and book a holiday for when you win the King's Speech, you know, the Oscar. <laughs> so anyway, he phoned me up, and I thought it was somebody making up a funny <sighs> story. I thought it was yeah. my brother, and I, he said, may I speak to Tanya Rose, this is Colin Firth. And I said, oh, go away. In a very, I said it much ruder than that, but I know it's not. <laughs> And there was silence at the other end. Colin Firth said, well, I don't know who Byron is, who's my brother, who I thought it was, but this is Colin Firth, the actor. Albert Finney told me to phone you to book a holiday. Oh, wow. Amazing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I really died. It was so funny. Anyway, we did book a holiday for him. And yeah. he was very happy in the end. Oh, <laughs> it was amazing. Really amusing, yeah. So did you get to meet him much, Tanya? I've I've never met him, actually, and at Albert Finney's funeral, Colin Firth was there, mm. so I was going to go and introduce myself to him and tell him that story, and my son, who's a budding actor himself, said to me, don't be so embarrassing, mummy, that would be a terrible thing to do at a funeral, no, and I didn't. I don't <laughs> one, think so, but that's children. I, mm. I know. I think I should have. I think it yes. would have been a totally appropriate uh -huh. time to have told my story, but it was quite funny. Yeah, well, that is an amazing story. And did you do you find with uh, working with celebrity, did you get any very kind of unusual requests, Tanya? We have the most extraordinary requests. One celebrity who I'm never going to name, obviously, mm. but it was the most extraordinary thing. He was on a safari in South Africa and was not going to be seen by anyone but lions. And wow. he had left his hairbrush in London, oh. and he had quite a mane of hair. Yeah. And we had to fly on a private jet from London, his oh. hairbrush. What? We couldn't even go to Johannesburg or somewhere to buy the same hairbrush. Amazing. We had to get, I mean, extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. You need to I do a think, book on that. <laughs> well, I know. I don't think things like that will happen anymore. I think people hopefully a little bit more sensible, mm. but it was extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I know things have changed um, just very recently with travel. Things are opening up a bit now. But how do you reckon the effects of COVID-19 are going to have on travel for the future? Well, do you know what? It's going to be very difficult. I think it's going to be post-vaccine travel and pre-vaccine travel. So okay. pre-vaccine, I think, will probably be staycations. Yeah. So people will be staying in their own countries. Mm -hmm. um, where, if you're in the UK, it will be anywhere you can drive to. So perhaps Scotland or Wales or Cornwall. Um, and I think unique homestays, which is, you know, where they have these wonderful houses and things, have already seen a 25% increase in the next couple of months. Oh, wow. On their yeah. Things, which mm -hmm. is extraordinary yeah um, obviously it depends on airlift nobody yeah. knows what's going to happen um so there'll be that and then sanitation will be key distancing will be key but i spoke to a client of mine actually who stays in a hotel in london once yeah. a week uh, once a month yeah and he said to me he's not going to come back until the hotel fully opens okay because it's not just about staying in a hotel it's when the restaurants are open and you get the whole, you know, thing mm, and the yeah. whole atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So 
I think things will change, but goodness me, I hope it gets back to normal eventually. I know, yeah. Because there's nothing yeah. worse than, you know, just having to stay put. I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. I the first time yeah. in 25 years that I haven't been on an aeroplane mm, for months. I mean, yeah. it's extraordinary. You must be going stir crazy because I guess for for people that it's kind of normal not to go away, maybe it's not quite as bad, but you are there. You're right in, as you said, you're in central London, you're close to Hyde Park and Harrods. And um, But what, what are your tips, Tanya, for coping in lockdown? What would you suggest ways of coping? Oh, well, do you know what? It's so funny. I have a 17-year-old son, and he's been brilliant, actually, I must say. He's been very good. But we have decided that we can only have one meal together, the three of us, because three <laughs> meals a day was not working. Okay. We were all getting on each other's nerves. So one meal together a day. Yeah. Find your own workspace, I think, is really important, so that you're not just, you know, finding somewhere haphazardly so I work in the dining room my son works in the study my husband works in the sitting room and okay. that those are our places yeah um, and basically get get outside have some exercise whether it's with a dog or whatever and actually I have an hour's exercise alone a day so I don't yeah. go with my husband I mm -hmm. literally have that time alone because mm, if we're working important. normally and especially mm. with me because I travel I have so much alone time and now I'm there the whole time so it's tricky yeah yeah absolutely and Tanya what would you say are some of the luxuries you find it quite hard to be without just now in the lockdown oh hairdresser yeah absolute killer yeah killer. Mm. I mean I I've got really frizzy hair And so I have to go to the hairdresser three times a week. On the way to the office, I actually pop into the hairdressers. I wash my hair and they straighten it for me. Okay. It takes 10 minutes. Yeah. When I blow dry my own hair, it takes like an hour and a half. Okay. And it looks rubbish. It really does. Blonde as well, but I'm not really. I'm probably grey now. So Aww. I've had to do self-dyeing. Um, and I've got the Josh Wood kit, which I have to tell you is the best one. Is it? Oh, okay. Try different yeah. ones. And that's the one from Boots. Yeah. Um, but first thing I'm doing when this is over is booking a hair appointment. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've been very lucky. My daughter's got great skills in doing um, hair. And uh, she just did my my highlights unbelievably brilliant <laughs> yeah Amazing. yeah Actually, do you know a friend how, do you know a friend of mine called joe malone have you heard of her of She's course dying. yes yeah so she put a hilarious thing on instagram the other day of her mm. son dyeing her hair for her it was so funny oh, because wow. he was doing it really gently and she said no this is rubbish get dad to it it was really yeah. funny you've got time have a look at it it's really yeah amazing. Absolutely, I will indeed, Joe Malone. She was in my book called Perfumes and interviewed her for that. But yeah. how would you say that lockdown has affected you and your company just now, Tanya? Because obviously with the travel company, it's one thing people have had to change plans about. Uh, well, yes, it really has. I mean, we've got 25 staff and we've furloughed 10 of them. Okay, uh, not all of the, them. Mm. Um, for the government scheme, no, because it's very important at this time that we've got a key member, a um, key handful of staff, because the hotels really want to know what's going on. Okay. And we're doing lots of webinars for them and keeping in touch with the press mm -hmm. um, and being very much, you know, their eyes and ears in this country. So, 
10 of the staff are on furlough um, and actually they're all being amazing they're volunteering and they're doing fantastic things but we are really lucky because we've been doing this for 25 years we've got very close relationships with our hotels yes. so we're like an extension of their own hotel and their family and you know we're keeping in really constant contact with them but we are incredibly lucky yeah well that's great to hear things are still going along well and um I, you mentioned a bit about you and your family and, and do you have any relatives that you haven't been able to see that you usually see tanya or is it affecting that uh well my mum lives in spain oh, of so course obviously i haven't been able to see her and um probably won't be able to for a long time luckily we had just moved her from a big house into an apartment okay she's really safe and happy she's got a balcony so she looks over the sea and um, she's got someone who goes in every day like a carer looking after her but thank goodness for zoom and facetime and all of these things because we can talk every day and so she sees us but she's actually well and she's safe and she's happy but I can't wait to see her I really can't I know that's that will be good hopefully soon and Tanya would you say there's any positives that you see coming from this pandemic um well I think sustainability actually for hotels they're going to have to look at it much much closer because obviously without the airlines flying you Mm. can see the stars um the world is healing so I think Basically, people will be thinking about their travel plans, so every air mile will count. Yeah. They'll really try and think, hopefully, do I need to do this trip? Obviously, with digital now coming into play, they might be doing more meetings digitally rather than just flying for the sake of it. So I think that probably is one of the good things. And I also think that, you know, we probably were a bit blasé about our friends and our freedom and our family. So hopefully, we've Mm -hmm. become a bit more appreciative yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Tanya, you were saying earlier how much you miss the kind of the alone time of travel and the adventure of it. Um, what, what, what else do you really miss about that not being able to travel right now? Well, I love going to new places and seeing new people and new cultures. But one of the things I really love is a long haul flight. Mm. That is really a long alone time and I what I have is I have an iPad where I download the movies and the TV shows I want to watch okay. I catch up with all of them and I read and I do my to-do lists um, so I really really miss that mm-hmm. um, but then going to the places and meeting new cultures and new people are you know it, that's really sad but yeah. also the strap line of our company is creating connection so I really miss that creating connection with people that's my biggest thing and I really miss that yeah well hopefully soon we will be all back on the move and just um Tani you you must have traveled all over the world where would you say is your absolute like favorite country favorite place um, my favourite place in the world is a little bed and breakfast in Saint-Paul-de-Vence in the south of France called mm. Colombe d'Or. And it's a very famous bed and breakfast because it's where all the painters used to leave paintings instead of paying when they were up and coming. So the walls yeah, are covered in Picassos mm. and Matisse's and Chagall's. 
And I go there every year in August with my family. We've been going the same time every year. Mm. We have the same room overlooking the swimming pool. And it is my very, very favorite place. So I am literally praying mm -hmm. that the borders will open and that we will be able to get there in August this year. Yeah, absolutely. And favorite country? Would, would it be France as well? or? Um, favorite country probably would be France, but followed swiftly by Italy. I love Italy. I love the food in Italy. I love the Italians. Mm. But I'm lucky enough that I go all over the place, so it's quite tricky to say one favorite place. Yes, yeah. And if you keep traveling, you're always discovering more favorite it's places. Amazing. True. So uh, hopefully with quarantine will be over soon. And what's the first thing you're going to do, Tanya? I'm going to the hairdressers and I'm going to have a flat white. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll join you for that. <laughs> a lovely, uh, freshly made coffee by a professional coffee maker. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Tanya Rose, thank you so much for coming on the show today. You've been absolutely brilliant. Um, oh, Tessa, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It was lovely to meet you. Yeah, absolutely. If people want to find out more about you and your company, how is the best way to do that, Tanya? Um, if they go onto the website, which is Mason Rose, mm -hmm. or the travel company is Mason Rose Private, and my own personal Instagram is TR Travel Secrets. So Lovely. That, they'll find all about us there. Great. Well, thanks so much, Tanya, and hopefully so see you Happy on the other side. Yeah. Okay, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Like the legend of the Phoenix, our huh. ends with beginnings. Fragrances, candles, room sprays, perfumes, and colognes by Tessa Williams. Visit TessaWilliams.com.